0: It's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an F. And the F is for phenomenal. (laughs) This podcast is rated F
1: last trip i came here or something like that like one of my last la trips i got reached out to by a youtuber who was in who used to be in her social circle and i've actually never told this story before but they reached out to me and they were like hey just want to let you know this happened this happened this happened to us this happened one day people will know the truth about her and this is someone that people still think that is publicly one of her friends
0: excited about this one guys I'm getting in my grown woman bag I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm mm-mm. Mm -mm -mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic and incredibly cute cookware from, drum roll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set you'll be at the gym later that day no question my dutch baby from great jones aka the cutest baby pink dutch oven in the color taffy i keep that shit on display that is when i'm not using it Hi everybody, welcome to Sophia with an F. I'm recording from WTF Media Studios. How gorgeous is it?
1: I had a five minute conversation. <laughs> Where am I looking by the way? Cause this is right here. Yeah. Sorry, as you can tell, I don't do this often, <laughs> but yeah, the first thing I said was how unbelievably beautiful and the scale of this
0: I know. setting
1: is incredible.
0: Adam, let me go ahead and introduce you. Cause that's what professional podcasters <laughs> do. Adam McIntyre, you are a social media sensation. You've been in a lot of headlines recently. I wanna dive into all of that, but I just think you're so fantastic. I was like researching, and I went down a rabbit hole into all this stuff. I watched your YouTube videos. I think the YouTube video, I forgot what it was titled. It was like an hour and 45 minutes.
1: As they mostly are, unfortunately, <laughs> okay. these days.
0: How do you talk? Like, do you edit them a lot or no?
1: Not really. I kind of have like a stream of consciousness that I do. Especially if it's like a topic that I'm really passionate about. I will, like someone needs to hit the stop recording <laughs> for me, which you will find out very soon.
0: I, you should be a podcaster. <laughs> are you going to launch a podcast?
1: Um, I, I just kind of the responsibility that comes with that for me. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the the lack of responsibility with like uploading content on like social medias and right. stuff like that.
0: And you can do it when you want. Uh-huh. You have a face that needs to be on camera. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's really what you're trying to say. So you grew up in Ireland. Yes. I'm so intrigued by that. I want to like hear about your childhood a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what part of Ireland did you grow up?
1: Um, I grew up in Derry, which is like the smallest city ever. And it's like really up north everyone knows everybody and which is i mean ironic considering everything that's going on right now the amount of people that are reaching out to me from like my school or people that i've like you know worked with for like a period of time or did apprenticeships with like everyone knows everyone it's a beautiful city it was definitely something that i wanted to get out of because it was you know i don't want to talk bad about it but it was (laughs) very small-minded and very whatever Mm -hmm. so being able to go to other places was really eye-opening for me but i still really I, you love I'm i a dairy boy at heart, so yeah. I really appreciate it and the people there. But yeah, it was very like small, humble yes. city with very small, humble people, which are and um, the people are the best part about it.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel that on so many levels. Every time I talk about my upbringing, cause I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah. You probably oh. Do you even know what that is?
1: I know <laughs> Salt Lake City and <laughs> yeah. Utah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's very similar, mm-hmm. we can just put it that way, very, closed minded. And I always get like shit on I like I'm not talking bad about it. It's just it is what it is. And I felt like you know, what I kind of I need a little bit of culture. Just a little bit more depth.
1: So you're in New York full time, right?
0: New York full time. Well, that'll
1: give you culture and everything
0: right away. (laughs) Like right away. That was like culture shock for sure. But best decision I've ever made. Yeah. When did you actually start creating content?
1: Um, I always wanted to create content because I wasn't good at skill in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Not
0: Like, how bad are we talking?
1: Oh, I'm talking, like, <laughs> ungradable in exams. Like, I'm talking about, I don't know how your grading system works here, but we do, like, letters and stuff. I would get you on, like, math exams and stuff. Do you know what you means?
0: Is that, like, an F? Like, failed?
1: Ungradable.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Neither
1: did I until I saw that.
0: How are you ungradable? Like you being, that bad, or- <laughs> being that bad.
1: Being that bad.
0: Was it the type of thing where you would try to like cheat or try to answer the question or were you the kid that would just write bullshit? Hi, I know you're reading this and I have to write shit down, but.
1: I feel like I look better if I'm like, mm, I didn't try. You know, I just put down anything or right? I didn't fill it. out. But unfortunately I was trying, but I wasn't good at it. And so to answer what you were saying, that's like, I was very much so in the creative field and stuff like that. And I was moving image arts is what it was called, like film studies and stuff. And I graduated from that, like during the pandemic. Um, And I was uploading content on YouTube though, since like 2010 and it was like, let's not revisit it, but like singing covers and stuff like that.
0: Stop, do one for us right now. You're like, I'm not (laughs) going to do that. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Wait, just tell me one song you did the cover to.
1: Um, Call Me Maybe by Carly Ray Jepsen. Oh, I don't not the ukulele out already. Crazy.
0: I can be oh my god, I didn't even do that on purpose. That <laughs> is that is rich. That is rich. For people listening, we will get into the ukulele is really the star of the show, but Carly Ray Jepsen, that's a mm-hmm. great one. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say, Hey there, Dillette. <laughs> do you oh, know that one? I do
1: know that one, but no, I was I was just a little gay boy at heart. It was all the, the gay classics from uh. like 2012 and stuff. So I did that for a couple of years. And then whenever I started really getting into like YouTubers, it was like Jenna Marbles and Colleen Ballinger. They mm-hmm. were like my ones. I kind of started emulating that content of like, I dare even say like comedy style, cause looking back on what I was posting <laughs> was not that. Um, and then I was doing that for a good couple of years. And then when the Colleen thing happened in 2020, which I know we'll get into, but like just like mm-hmm. looking at it broadly, when so that happened in 2020, I kind of like left the internet for a little bit just kind of like gathering what i want to do if i continue wanted to post because i mean the dog piling was crazy so i didn't want to be on the internet again yeah. but it was my passion and then there was a scandal with shane dawson or something like that and i made a video talking about what was happening because every one of my friends i went to talking about it they were like we do not know nor do we care so about I, the
0: Sh- shane dawson what was shit? happening okay
1: so i filmed a video about it and people were then commenting on that so i continued doing that and then that kind of segued into covering like drama then it kind of segued into commentary and then we are where we're today so since like 2010 which is weird to say
0: that's like such a testament to you because i feel like growing up in such a small-minded community the fact that you were like you know what I'm gonna start recording myself doing covers of songs, and I'm gonna fucking make it, and I'm gonna kill it. Like I never thought that way. Yeah, I
1: don't think I don't think I did as well. I think the delusions were just crazy (sighs) at that age. I'm not saying they're any better now, but like they were crazy at that age. Yeah,
0: I mean, delusions (laughs) of grandeur are what every successful person has in common. I guess. I I guess. (laughs) Don't be humble, like you're delusional. It's completely amazing, incredible. (laughs) Okay, so let's just like dive into it because mm-hmm. I feel like talking about Colleen talks about your story because it was so much of your life. Yeah. So Colleen Ballinger, aka, oh my God, what is it?
1: Miranda Sings. Miranda
0: Sings. By the way, I did not grow up even knowing who she was. Like, if I, I could no trade idea.
1: positions with you right <laughs> now, I would like that.
0: <laughs> that is fucking good. So you discovered her i think you were nine years old
1: uh yeah i w- it would have been around 2012 i discovered her 2011 2012 was the first video i saw of her yeah
0: okay what grade are you in when you're nine i'm so Ooh, bad with didn't this i shit. just
1: tell you i failed math so don't make me go back um, <laughs> but it what? would have been really young it would have been like i think it was around like nine or something like that
0: okay so you discover her and what kind of drew you to her what did you like find enticing about her
1: Well, I really enjoyed the Miranda Sings character because it was obviously catered towards children, which Mm -hmm. it still is, which is an argued point, but Mm -hmm. it is. I very much so fell into that humor because that was what was catered towards. And then if it was just Miranda that wasn't Colleen, it would not have turned into what it was because it would have died out. But whenever I learned that there was this whole other section of Colleen Ballinger, I got really in the world. And I mean, you know, her sister uploaded, her brother uploaded, everyone uploaded. So it was kind of like the this like big world that yeah. you were watching, this big like reality show. And that was, there was so much content to watch. So a lot of my time was watching every single video that all of them posted every single day <laughs> right. rather than any other creator. Yeah. Um, so that was why I really started getting in it because looking back on it now, it's crazy to think, but they were always catered towards like, you're my friends and you know i'll do anything for you so it was different than watching like jenna marbles who i also watched at the same stage because she yes. wasn't sitting on a video being like i want to be your friend and stuff yeah so there was there was almost like this is going to turn into like a friendship or something so there was a deeper level there totally
0: totally do you think looking back it was truthful her coming out and being like you know speaking to her fans that way like we're all best friends like do you think she meant that and felt a connection with everyone or do you think it was just like full-blown manipulation.
1: I can, I can barely take the like question.
0: Because you're like, it's ask laughable. Me that. It
1: is, it, it 100% is just, how much can she make people feel that they need to support her? Because you're supporting your friend, not supporting a creator. So yes. it, it's, I, I've said this as well, but it's like, I feel like every single creator in any form has a parasocial relationship with their audience. like. I would say you have one with your audience i have one with my audience even like people who just post on instagram or whatever the problem is when people abuse it and i feel like that was what she was engaging in rather than other youtubers who just have the power social relationship
0: totally and i think obviously the level that she would engage with her fans was completely inappropriate mm-hmm. but even aside from that just how deep and how interactive like it was almost I don't know like did it did it make sense to you or did you think it was a little bit weird?
1: Oh well, back then it was just kind of like it was a competition to see who could be the the big the biggest friend of her it, right it, it didn't I there wasn't any alarm bells really that popped into my head until probably 2018-19 until that point I saw absolutely nothing wrong with it because it was unfortunately so normalized. So I didn't see any problem with it at all. Like I can't even sit here and lie and be like, oh, you know, thinking back, like there were moments, there wasn't at
0: all. I completely feel that. People are always like, oh my God, there's no way you didn't see any red flags and blah, blah. blah." No, like I think because you and I do not think the way that she does or other people who are not, (laughs) you know I'm not gonna comment on her mental health, but I think we can all kind of agree that there's something not quite right (laughs) you're looking at me like (laughs) me so scared to say anything right now me so
1: scared to say anything okay you speak on i'm (laughs) just gonna i'm just gonna sit here and look at you
2: (laughs)
0: well and by the way i wanted to just acknowledge the fact that you i mean there have been a few people who have come out and we'll get into like those details but were you the very first person to publicly say anything negative about her
1: I don't think I was the first to say something negative about her because there were times here and there over the years of when I was like texting with her or calling with her that she would say, you know, someone said this or someone said this and like, can you investigate it? Like I used to just go through gossip sites on the internet and stuff like that. So there were people that said negative things about her and whenever she got divorced, there was a huge hate train towards her. So I wasn't the first, but I think what was different about my video was it was like the first, I guess in her eyes, threat of like truth coming out because mm-hmm. I, th- I think what's different about talking in 2020 about her versus now is it kind of makes sense to me why she wanted to shut me down so quickly in 2020 because in 2023 when i spoke up again after cody tyler made that video look at the amount of people who've spoken up so i think that there was like um a domino effect that yep. she was scared was going to happen which has inevitably happened now
0: yeah were you shitting your pants because that took a lot of bravery and she's you know has what 10 11 million subscribers on youtube mm-hmm. she's huge or was and <laughs> that was not shade by the way that was just truth. she's 36 now wow yeah you're 20 mm-hmm. so she was 16 years older mm-hmm. so the fact that you were brave enough to be like you know what i don't care that she has this massive platform Mm -hmm. she's older you guys had this relationship and you were her number one fan right so that takes balls to be like you know what
1: I think in 2020 it was less of I didn't think it was going to do what it did and the full-on example I can give to that is the 2020 video was made specifically for her fans because there were so many plot holes in the video because to the fans who were doing what I was doing, it made sense. Mm -hmm. So when the video reached the general public, they were all like, okay, well, there's a gap here, there's a gap here, there's a gap here. What I was trying to say, but obviously I couldn't because it was like the dogpiling was crazy, is it's for the fans. Like in my description, I'm like, I'm making this for, you know, the fandom to let them know that I'm like cutting ties because my audience on YouTube that stage was really small. So the only people watching were always, how's Colleen doing or, you know, whatever, how's your friendship with Colleen? So I wanted to make that to be like, okay, stop asking those. So that was what the video was for, did not want it to do what it did. And the reason again for that was because there were so many things, if I knew it was going to have done what it did, I would have done differently. So in 2020, was I nervous about it? Yeah, because I knew that I was going to be speaking out and losing a lot of my friends at the time. That was the main thing. And then in 2023, it was just kind of like, we're doing this again. Like (laughs) when, when Cody made that video, I was like, we're doing this again. And I kind of had like a day where I sat on it, and I was like, you know what? I am gonna talk about it again, and I'm laying everything out there, I love and it. this is like the last time. So like, if everything's out there, I can't revisit this in three years, and no one can because yeah. everything's out there. So let's talk about it now. Y'all want this, mm-hmm. you know? Because Cody made that video trying to get everyone to talk about it again, talking about my story, things like have not shared before, did not want to share. Because again, the 2020 video did not scrape the surface at all about the inappropriate things because I did not want my parents to know about it and I didn't want my friends to know about it. So when Cody released that this year, it was kind of like, Okay, someone else is talking about it. I may as well put everything out there so I don't have to fear one day that another person like Cody will share a screenshot between me and Colleen showing Colleen being inappropriate towards me and I'll have to address it in three years from now. So it was different both times. Yeah. But it was it was very weird both times. Yeah,
0: totally. I love that. You're like, you know what? I'm just gonna get out in front of it and I don't wanna wake up every day worried yeah. about what's gonna be said. Yeah. i just gonna like own the shit and put it out there.
1: It was 100% that. And I, I think... I don't like saying I was trying to like take control of the situation because it wasn't like that because it was already out of my control once Cody did that yeah but it just wasn't Cody's story to share Mm -hmm. and that was that was why this time it was a little bit different and it was kind of like I was way more sad doing it this time Mm. than 2020 and I feel like I appear more sad in my 2020 video but the 2023 video I had dealt with it for three years so Uh it was it was less fresh Yeah, to me in a way. But yeah, it was different both times, but it it still sucked either time.
0: I yeah, I bet. Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration. And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything luckily for you our friends over at doordash have you covered if you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready doordash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch and it's convenient do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is how about five of them exactly Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off Up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. I mean, I feel like we should actually back up for people who don't know Miranda Sings, <laughs> AKA Colleen, what was like the first thing that made you feel uncomfortable where you were like, this is not okay?
1: It was whenever she started sharing to me about her divorce. Cause that was when we really started getting close. It was like my 14th birthday. It was September 30th, uh, 2016, I think it was. Um, and it was whenever she messaged me and was like, hey, happy birthday. I'm sorry I ruined your birthday. Cause she just posted her divorce announcement. On your and- birthday? she wasn't doing it despite me she wasn't like oh it's Adam's birthday today is the day that I no 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 Um, it just happened to be that day she posted it and um, I posted on Twitter being like oh it's my birthday and everyone was talking about the divorce thing so she messaged me and was like sorry I ruined your birthday with my news like I'm gonna be taking a social media break throughout that social media break that she took it was like you know was when she really started opening up to me and it was about like the abusiveness of the relationship. Right. She would um, make jokes about like her sex life with Josh. She would make jokes about like his penis size and stuff. And it was really around them whenever I started thinking like, I didn't be like, oh, she shouldn't be having these conversations with me because I was just so happy she was talking to me yeah. in any way. But it was definitely the first time where I messaged one of my friends from home, mm-hmm. who I'm still friends with and we were talking about it this week and we were like, what the fuck? That I was like, you know, I don't really know what to say to her. Like. I'm 14 I'm i have 14 not, I've not like, had a kiss yet And I'm like giving Like relationship advice And how to you know Talk her out of the divorce Because she was coming for You know Tips and tricks If you will On how to deal with it And my friend was like Yeah But like you know She is your friend And you know Whenever your friend's in need And so I kind of just Was like okay So that was the first time I ever felt weird But I still went ahead with it Because I was so happy She was talking to me But all she was talking to me about Was that
0: Yeah Like that specific mm-hmm part of their relationship yeah. why do you think it never occurred to her because you're 14 30 i am 30 right now really yes okay go on work <laughs> i work. thought you were work. i thought you were 21 work. <laughs> so i am 30 and i'm thinking about speaking to someone in the eighth or ninth grade about divorce just even just even a divorce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you think she felt either A comfortable doing that or B I guess no, A, like like why did she feel comfortable doing that or do you think it was a little bit more evil?
1: I think it was because anything she said I would praise her. You know, Got if it. she if she came to me and said there was a problem in the relationship, I'd be like, "No,
3: no, 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 no." Yeah. Like
1: Whatever, and I think it it 100% boiled down to the fact that, like, I know a lot about this relationship from both parties. I've spoken to both of those people who were in that marriage, like, at length, Mm
2: -hmm. and I've heard a
1: lot about each other, whether it was then or now or whatever, and I can kind of piece a lot together with the relationship, and I think it boiled down to the fact that she was getting a lot of shit about things that she had done so if she came to me, Got it. I was not blaming her for anything. Mm-hmm. And then I think the boundaries like slowly but surely kind of broke down over time when she started trusting me because she would tell me things and be like, you know, I'm really trusting you with this. Like, don't tell your parents about this and stuff. So there was kind of like a unanimous like trust between us. Mm-hmm. And I think it 100% boiled down to the fact that um, I was there to praise her right. for any situation.
0: Yeah, you were like her her yes man. Mm-hmm. So like any wrong she did, you were like, and also you're 14. So, of course, you're going to be like, you didn't do, like, you're fine. Yeah. Because you can't even understand, like, what the hell she's talking about. Yeah. I mean, you can't, like, a certain degree. Oh, no,
1: I couldn't. (laughs) I couldn't at all. Like, I mean, to to talk to me about, like, how should she handle when she's in a situation with him again, knowing that he was emotionally abusive towards her.
0: What am I supposed to say? That's crazy. What
1: am I supposed to say? Yeah. So, that was the context for, like, honestly, many years. And even whenever she was pregnant with her first born and she was with her new husband I mean she was still talking about it so like for years we were talking about this yeah years
0: years wow and was she were you like her go-to or would she speak to a lot of people dare I say like you know younger people that she that were fans of hers yeah or were you like the go-to
1: well we had a group chat called the weenies right and there was 23 members in it including jessica who's colleen's sister-in-law and colleen Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: she would talk about it in there as well like all those screenshots have been released now of her saying the same things about the emotionally abusive the sex life the penis size Mm -hmm. all the rest in the grip chat but then if she wanted to say something like a little bit more explicit or something a little bit more deep she would message me privately So conversations were happening on both, but there's also a guy called Johnny who actually worked for her as well and he was a fan. He was a little bit older than me. I think he was 22 when he started working for her, but he was a fan of her since he was like 15 or something like that. We've connected recently and he was also getting the exact same messages as well. So I think it was, she was writing it to us too and then the weenies group chat. So there's a lot of people that she was putting a lot of trust in. Yeah. Who were all kids by the way.
0: Yes, so. You've spoken publicly about it. There have been a few others that have spoken about it. Would you say there's probably a ton more that just don't wanna speak, right? I
1: can 100% confirm that there is. Yeah, And there's other group chats too.
0: Yeah. I mean, once there are several people coming forward and talking about one individual and all with similar stories, It's crazy to me, like to this day, people will still not believe them for whatever reason. And it's like- It's easy
1: for someone to be told something about, like a situation you've gone through, a situation I've gone through, or anyone in this room, it's much easier for someone to be like, oh, whatever, rather than have to like learn the like lore behind it, right? So that's what I mean by like easy. Like if, if I was to ask you about something and you would go to like talk about it and it would be like 20 minutes minimum that you would tell me about it, it would be much easier for me to be like oh, okay never mind yeah or something like that and make up a preconceived thing and a lot of people did that with the colleen thing and a lot of people did that with whatever we all go through as well it's very easy to yep. throw something aside
0: yeah i also think you know there's this thing where people coming forward to talk about how they've been hurt or as a society and like as a culture we just we don't like that yeah and i also think that you know people don't even want to believe or face the facts that like this exists in the world let's pay attention Mm
1: -hmm. and i think as well like a lot of people have been saying something that has been really pissing me off it's like ugh well with all these people coming out like how do you think colleen feels right now and how do you think (laughs) colleen's mental health is doing and i'm like she was creating a smear campaign for three fucking years sorry i don't know if i can swear on here for like
0: yes you can okay
1: perfect for like three years and you know we'll not take it to that level but that was really rough and that was on a 17 year old you know and my support system was dwindling as she was you know stealing friends from me by like feeding lies to them and stuff whereas you know, it's not to discredit her mental health or anything like that, but you know, she has this big family and friends and this support system and money for amazing therapy and stuff like that. I had none of that, the other people had none of that. So that yeah. argument is like one of the things that like,
0: you're I like, can't, how, shut the fuck up. I can't,
1: I can't with that I, argument. I mean, I
0: can't either. She And it wasn't even just you. Like it sounds like she, you know, launched public smear campaigns on her ex-husband. Mm-hmm really on anyone ex who ex friends ex, ex fans fr- yeah yeah it goes on and she would never do it directly no nope. right like that's nope. like the little smart marketing shit i mean i'm not gonna say smart but she was like i don't want to be the one to do it and why do you think that no is? it was
1: smart because she always came across as youtube's golden girl yep And like all the YouTubers behind the scenes and all the fans knew that that wasn't the truth. But to the general public, which is what, you know, is obviously most important to her when she's trying to make money, I think that she's great. And I think what was so interesting is last trip I came here or something like that, like one of my last LA trips, I got reached out to by. A YouTuber who was in, her, who used to be in her social circle, and I've actually okay. never told this story before. But they reached out to me and they were like, "Hey, just want to let you know this happened, this happened, this happened to us. This happened. One day, people will know the truth about her. And this is someone that people still think that is publicly one of her friends. Wow. So that for me was kind of like a moment of like,
0: okay, yeah, you know,
1: I'm not going crazy here. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure people have tried to make you feel that way. Yeah, you her, know?
1: <laughs> well, her.
0: Her, obviously, yeah. but I mean, I'm sure like her fans. Yeah. And I'm sure you had such a close relationship with her. Mm-hmm. She was your best friend. You idolized her to some degree. Yeah. And for all of a sudden, for that to just be gone overnight, And then she like goes evil on you. Yeah. What did that feel like? Like, what were you thinking?
1: It's like something I'm still dealing with. Same. Today.
0: Same. And you get it
1: because, (laughs) and I wonder if you'll feel the same way. Mm -hmm. It's like, you start to question everyone's motives because how can you trust that one person so much Yep for them to do that so yeah how, if i trusted them so much for the day-to-day person like what are their intentions and i i don't know about you but i not only struggled with it with like extended family or like friends but i like really struggle it. and it's like an inside joke with in my like friend group in brighton mm-hmm. that like adam doesn't date adam doesn't whatever adam doesn't do hookup culture right yeah and the only reason for that is because i'm so God scared on people only wanting me for things night after thinking that my friend for all that time only wanted me for that thing. So like oh my god to hear that you know you feel the same way on that it's like A super validating but it's like it really does the lingering effect is crazy.
0: A thousand percent. I think you know with me it was so jarring. And I remember like I swear to God, this is gonna sound crazy. My mom is my best friend. She is my sister. She is my world. She is my life. I had like instances where I was like, like I wouldn't trust her for some reason. Yeah, because it's it's scary. It's
1: hard to know the intentions after something. I thought.
0: Yeah, it it really is. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town. But you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at tastesalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taste Salute. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor, it's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. you there's like this story is like i feel like it's like you know a beautiful mind and like we're scribbling and it's like over here over here but let's back up a teeny tiny bit i wanted to ask you about the other people in the weenies chat so the Mm -hmm. weenies chat basically were her fans right Mm -hmm. yes and you guys would all go in this chat and talk to each other Mm -hmm. yeah how, what is your relationship like with them now
1: well until like three weeks ago i didn't have one because <laughs> they all turned on me in 2020 yeah and they've now came forward with screenshots showing that she wrote in the group chat like do not even watch his video do not trust him he will turn on you he turned on me she did all this so they Which all is then, so funny
0: because she turned on you but
1: and they've all turned on her nicely. So. <laughs> but because they were young as well so i don't hold anything against them mm-hmm. because they all see it now, yeah. And I'm not I'm not here to be like the police of like when people should figure things out yeah. at all. And um, what relationship do I have with them now? Um, I'm friendly with most of them now. I mean, mo- I think most, if not all of them, have like apologized to me within the past like five weeks. And or, or if they've not apologized, they've sent like I didn't I didn't understand the gravity of it, and it was yeah. really one of my videos that they watched recently where I put everything out there that they were like, oh this is not what we were told happened at all. Yeah. Um. So my relationship with them now is that I just respect them all. And I'm like, yeah. and they also went through something as well. I mean, they're all coming to terms with what they had to deal with as well. So they're equally in this is what I am.
0: Yeah, you are one classy ass bitch, I love that. And Was that classy? Yeah, you're oh. like, I respect them, you know, and I'm not.
1: I mean it though, they're like, we're all so similar in age. Like yeah. it's not, it's not like, I mean, there were people that were younger than me in the chat. I think there was there was one girl below me that was, I think, 13, and then there was me, and then there was, like, 15, 16-year-olds, and I think there was, like, one or two, like, 18, 19-year-olds. So we're all similar ages. So, like, I'm not even saying that to be, like, oh, I respect them and stuff like that. I genuinely mean that, like, we're all, like, the same age now. We're all dealing with this, especially the past month, the exact same way. We're all kind of confiding in each other, and I have so much respect for them, because they've all helped me within the past month be like, wow, I, I'm i not crazy.
0: Yeah, well, and, and you understand there was some level of brainwash, yeah, or like they were acting out of fear, you know, yeah. when they were like, you know, maybe like bullying you or talking yeah. shit on you or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were still under her thumb. I was just shaking my head earlier because <laughs> you're talking about these ages, and you know that you are one year older than my little brother, who's 19? Like it's just alarming to me, like her yeah. behavior. This is like my theory. Mm-hmm. I am not a psychiatrist or a mathematician, so okay. take what I
1: <laughs> Here we go.
0: <laughs> take what I say with a grain of salt. But I totally get it. She liked having relationships with people who were maybe younger because they could. Weird
1: statement already. Huh? Uh, weird statement already. <laughs> yeah.
0: And like, how do I say this and not make it sound like the most creepiest shit ever? Do you think she is mentally stunted? Like no, do you th- think she's a little bit like still stuck in like middle school, high school, like she's like 14 in her brain?
1: No. I think she hundred percent knows what she's doing. I mean, she was able to use all of us to her defenses. It wasn't like, she wasn't our friends. I think that's worse, but yeah. But I think that that is genuinely the reason. I think all of the weenies have came to that. I don't think at all this was, and I've seen a lot of that people were like, you know, she was homeschooled and stuff like that. No, like she actively knew what she was doing and she was doing it for that reason. Yeah. And I've heard what you said, like through like journalists asking it and stuff. And I've kind of been like, so it's been the one thing that I've been so like stern on, which is like, she knew what she was doing because we would, me and her would have conversations about younger fans that she would talk to, even younger than me, whenever I was like 16, 17, we at meet and greets and she would get them to do like video edits for or something. And she was like, you know, I'll be just super sweet and then they'll want to do it for me. So she was even coming to me saying how she knew what she was doing. So I don't think Got that there it. was any like stunted. I don't think the homeschool or homeschool, sorry, comes into it. I think it genuinely boils down to like, it's a lot easier to get a bunch of kids to do what you want of than course. a lot of like, even me now at like 20.
0: Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I think, you know, I, again, I didn't grow up watching her. I just (laughs) recently started looking into her and the Miranda Sings and the red Mm -hmm. overlined lips. And like, she acts a little wonky. And I just, there's something creepy to me about a full grown adult trying to appeal to a very young audience.
1: Well, I just don't know how the How the character is even still a thing. And I don't mean that to be shady or salty or anything like that. I don't know, like she's going on tour this weekend as the character.
0: No way, no. And like
1: people are- There's
0: no way she is. Oh, she is. Um. Okay, so she has like zero shame or what?
1: Well, she did a show like a week ago or something like that, or two weeks ago. And during the show, she made fun of the situation. She was like, she brought her husband out on stage, which by the way, I know from the Josh time It's a planned bit To get people to be like Oh like loving wife
0: Of course He comes
1: out on stage And is like I'm married to the best woman In the entire world That is And Miranda goes That's not what I heard And the crowd Start laughing and stuff And she did like Multiple jokes about like Oh there's something I really gotta tell y'all But I'm not gonna say Any of those things Like she's going on To her making fun of it So it's like
0: It's Oh my God. And you know, she was like, babe, I wrote down, <laughs> um, a speech that you're going to go the out. The cards. You know I love
1: I, my loving wife.
0: I, it's like, it's all <laughs> just so contrived. Like, yeah. I kind of want to go to the show and like,
1: Oh, I've been to like three or four. You do not want to go. No. <laughs>
0: Oh, not not recently, like back in the day.
1: It's still, they're not that good. No, no,
0: I know, either way, no. (laughs) I just wanna go because I like wanna throw a tomato up there or something, I don't know, do people still do that? Not Not boo, (laughs)
1: tomato, tomato, (laughs) tomato.
0: So, okay, you were 14, she starts opening up about her and her relationship with her ex, who she also publicly smeared and destroyed, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. What a great gal. Um, but they don't, they don't share kids, correct? No, they don't. Okay. So that was kind of the beginning. And then there were multiple things that happened after that were completely inappropriate and alarming. Mm-hmm. She sends you her underwear, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. As a joke. Mm-hmm. Under the guise of a joke. Yeah. What do you think was her intention behind that? Well, like she genuinely thought it was funny or what?
1: When she addressed it in 2020, mm-hmm. she was like, there's context context is everything babes like context is everything and she edits <laughs> the context she shows the live stream and the clip is the starting of her being like i've got these clothes i'm gonna give away because i don't want them and then she goes, Oh, look at these like Bram panties. They're so ugly. And then she cuts to, Oh my God, Adam's asking for the Bram panties. But the actual clip is her being scrolling through my Twitter and being like, Oh my god, he's so funny, he's so funny, he's so funny. We've got to send him something. And she goes, Do you think he would want the Bram panties? Oh my god, then his parents would be like, Who is this creep you're watching on the internet? And then Corey, her best friend, is like in the camera, being like, Adam, do you want the Bram panties I and saw stuff? That. She edited that out. They <sighs> asked if I wanted it, and of course, as a four. 14 year old I was like they're giving me attention and I go yes I want it and she then edited it in the 2020 video to she bought them and I demanded them but what she the she fuck? because if she included the clip of her and Corey being like do you want them your parents are gonna hate us and stuff hello hi yeah
0: I mean now we know yeah. that is crazy so she went back and tweaked it so it literally looks like you wanted it
1: yeah but the the original clip is right, right there and I like made a video recently where I posted that online and then everyone was like, oh, I wish this was out right there the entire time. And I was like, damn it, it was, <laughs> you didn't look for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just has a huge fucking mouth with overlined <laughs> cherry red lips. I'm gonna stop talking shit on her. No, I'm not, I'm gonna continue it. <laughs> so, okay, the underwear. Yeah. Your mom kind of intercepted that, right? Mm-hmm. Cause she like saw that, that was being sent to you.
1: My parents knew that Colleen was sending me a letter
0: because mm-hmm. she said
1: that she was going to send me the Brahm panties and then the letter and I ended up getting the letter as well which is what I wanted um, and whenever it arrived oh <laughs> well, yeah I, thank, <laughs> I wanted thank the letter god, thank god um, yeah. I remember when the day it arrived um, I didn't have any money or anything I wasn't working I was just like a kid so any packages that came into the house obviously my parents were like was this so I was opening it my brother Sean and my mom were standing as I opened it and I pulled out the letter first because I knew what was inside
0: Mm.
1: and I read the letter and they were like well what's in there and then I pull out like (laughs) just like the raziest thing you've ever seen and they were so they didn't have a reaction other than being shocked and my mom took the package and then this is another part that gets rewritten Mm. so my mom takes that and puts it in her room and I keep the letter and I don't really hear much from like my family's reaction to it other than they don't get it and they le- were like keeping it away from me and stuff like that yeah so it was like a couple nights later or something Corey, colleen's best friend messaged me and was like adam you haven't put the lingerie on like i asked you to put the lingerie on Who, okay. by the way he's like 36 or something like that oh this and is
0: so inter- and how old are you
1: 14 okay so he was like you haven't put the lingerie on and because he messaged me and was like when you get the lingerie can you put it on over your clothes like i did on the stream and send it to me mm-hmm. so then uh we were doing a call with the weenies and i went in my mom's room knew where it was and i was wearing like whatever shirt or hoodie or something and i put it on and for the call and then sent it to Corey, and that was like the full thing where Corey was like finally i got to see adam in the lingerie which to me looking back and it just makes me feel really fucking sick that, yeah like whatever totally um and colleen and corey started sending a picture of that around after the 2020 video see saying see he begged for it and he wanted it so bad that he put oh it on God. over his clothes and i didn't have a light enough voice to be like no you actually were like wanting me to do this very much so
0: what a conniving like it's it's one thing to have put you through what you went through, you're fucking thriving now and you know, you're gonna be stronger than ever and go into situations like I've got this, yeah. I've been through hell yeah. and I'm back, you know? I think mean, there's a silver lining to everything, but it's just so fucking crazy to me that I just, I, I can't, I can't. It's like she she put you through what she put you through she did a whole public smear campaign, impacted your life, and then on top of that is like, I'm gonna make, not a mockery of it, but like, I'm gonna take it even farther.
1: That That's what she does. And I experienced her doing it to other people whenever I was friends with her, friends with her. Mm-hmm. And I then saw it happen to me. So whenever it all came out, I knew it stemmed from her and then find out in 2023, it did come from her.
0: Yeah. When you say friends with the air quotes, do you, Look back, and do you think like this was never my friend, or do you think you guys did have like a real friendship?
1: I'm not even being delusional, and I'm a delusional person, yeah, but that was a friendship, yeah, of course. She messaged me sometimes even more than I messaged her. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't respond for a couple days, she would write in the grip chat, Where's Adam? or she would call me, or something like that. Like, this was not a one sided thing, maybe she wanted me for a certain reason or whatever, however, there was equal. What's the what's
0: admiration? The, there was like, equal
1: energy and equal whatever. Codependence? Being, yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think so.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it absolutely seems that way.
1: The the Dublin was, she came and did a show. Mm-hmm. And um, that was when we were, that was like the peak of everything. It was like 2018 and stuff. Like she, you know, would give me free tickets to your show and whatever. She organized uh, for us to go to the Waxwork Museum in Dublin. And then we were gonna go to lunch and then she was gonna go to sign check and you know i would meet her at the show or whatever and this has been something that was like dangled over my head like many things so i would do something with the intent of her doing something in return like this is how she would phrase it so whenever I was running on gossip sites, you know, finding information about her husband or leaking information she would give me.
0: Oh, she would She would have you go to these gossip sites that were talking about her and like tell her what they were saying.
1: Yeah, and I would also under anonymous profiles have to leak things she was telling me about Josh or her ex friends.
0: Okay, so th- this bit like fake just yeah. everything.
1: everything. Um, so one of the main reasons for this, again, was you know getting me to do things for her and she would give me something. One of the examples was she created this uh, competition called Purple Heart Friendship, in which she was going to fly two fans out to VidCon and they were gonna go to her show. And she told me, you're gonna win the competition. You know, you've been so loyal and so dedicated to me. And she was gonna fly me and my brother out. And I posted Snapchats for talking about this in my video. I kept everything. And Love it. I would basically do all the gossip sites thing and stuff with the intention of her doing this. And she would openly talk about this. And then there was one day where I was so fed up with getting harassment on the gossip sites because they find out it was me, mm-hmm. that I was all to her. You know, I'm gonna take a step back. And the next day she announced the competition winners and it was two other people. <gasps> and dublin was the exact thing where you know i was doing all this thing for her and she was like but we'll get to hang out and we'll have a really good day and then closer and closer to the time she was like limiting the plans she was cancelling and then she ended up saying let's not do the waxwork museum when we were driving to the waxwork museum dairy to dublin is like four or five hours away from so my parents drive me down she cancels the waxwork museum when we're like 10 minutes away from it and is like let's just go to lunch instead so we drive to the lunch place and she's messaging me like you're so late like why aren't you here like we're gonna be done by now she changed the plans to be sooner, so she didn't have to hang out with me i arrived there and she's already done her food and oh like
0: finished her food finished
1: and my burger's there <laughs> and she's like all right we're gonna get this to go and we walked outside she took a picture with me and she was like make sure to tweet it and say we hung out and then i left and she literally left me stranded in main streets of dublin which is terrifying and i was 15 at this stage and i didn't have like dad on my phone because i just you know it was just like a standard iphone that yeah. my parents had gave me so i genuinely thought i was going to be stranded and luckily my mom was like if if they're canceling on plans and they've already been at the restaurant for a while they're probably already finished so my mom stayed close by to the hotel and then just pretended to run into me mm-hmm. to try and not embarrass me and like put a damper on my day but there were two examples of like fake promises to get me to do things. Sorry, that was a long time. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. I think it's, it's super insightful. It's the second you said, I wanna take a step back. She, what, wanted, like punished you Yeah. essentially, right? Yeah. And why do you think that is like, yes. Is it because like, she's losing a sense of control? Is it because she's scared you're gonna like abandon her? Like what, what is it?
1: I think it was just to show me that like how unimportant I was, you know, Mm. like You know, she can make the decision to fly me out to VidCon or she can make the decision not to. I need to do things for her to to go, basically. I think it was that. I think it was her just being able to say that she had full control of everything.
0: Yeah, that is fucking crazy. She's, like, extremely spiteful. How else would you describe Colleen? Because, and I know it's, like, a very broad question, but when I started looking into her, I was... And this is actually everyone that I've spoken to. And I mean, genuinely everyone. I called my brother today. I said, do you know um, Colleen Ballinger? And he was like, oh yeah, I do. And I asked him because my brother's 19, like, were you a huge fan? And he was like, absolutely fucking not. Like hell no. Clever
1: boy, clever boy.
0: (laughs) But I've, you know, I've asked people and every single person is giving me the same response, which is, I don't get it. She gives me the cringe, I don't know. It's probably because she's targeting way younger people. Yeah. But again, my brother's like 19. Also my brother was probably high on the phone call and like doesn't <laughs> even know what the fuck I was asking him. But what do you think was like her allure besides the fact that she had this huge platform? Like, did you find her genuinely funny? Mm-hmm. What like, what was it?
1: I would use the word evil to describe her by the way evil, evil. Th- that's period. it, that's it. Like I, there's not many other words that come in. It, it's so broad. Mm-hmm. And what was your question? What like brought me to?
0: Yeah, like what in the beginning, it was just, you were young, impressionable yeah. and you thought she was like fun and you enjoyed her videos. Yeah. Now looking back, you would describe her in one word and that's evil.
1: Yeah, and I think as well, in terms of her content in the l- latter years, the reason I was watching her thing was because I felt like I was supporting my friend, and also in the last couple of years, all of the ideas she were posting were mine. You know what I mean? Like it was my ideas, it was my editing and stuff. So there was also a level of me supporting my own work, <laughs> um, and it was it was really cool that like my favorite YouTuber, I was not I wasn't well. I was working for her, but I wasn't working for her because I wasn't getting paid. That was a big. She wasn't thing. paying you. I didn't get paid once. No.
0: Oh my! This is you have no idea, Adam. Like how much this speaks to me, like stealing your content, claiming it as your own, like not feeling like you need to be compensated. I'm sorry I cut you off, continue.
1: I think it was like three years, I was like really giving her ideas and editing thumbnails, editing videos, giving content ideas for Miranda and Colleen. And then in 2020, she was like considering like ending the Miranda character and I was really giving her ideas for it. And all of her viral moments on social media and Twitter and Instagram were always my ideas. And she always would be like, all right, well, I'm going to hire you, you know, next week, or you're going to be my unpaid social media intern for this amount of time or whatever. And it would just always be trial, 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 trial. So much work. So much work.
0: I mean, even now, if I hire someone on as an intern, they're getting a paycheck. It might not be like, you know, an insane salary. But it's like, you can't-
1: I will be working for you, not Miranda Sings. Well,
2: also (laughs) you um,
0: gave her all of her viral content. So that was gonna be my follow-up question (laughs) is, would you like to join the team? And I'm not joking.
1: I will be (laughs) there, (laughs) I will be there 9 a.m.
0: I love that, I'll (laughs) be asleep, but you can wake me up and pull me out of bed. That's that's the type of boss I am. (laughs) We have been talking about this crazy bitch for a while. Basically we're ridiculed and all of these people thought one way about you, all based on lies, all based on false things that this person with a huge platform was saying, Mm -hmm. which is something I can absolutely relate to. So you um, were working with Miranda, working mm-hmm. for free <laughs> let me just say that yeah and for how many years were you working with her
1: it kind of started well i was giving ideas Interning,
0: when she, excuse me what? for a trial <laughs> period 88 times in a row
1: um i was really giving her ideas 2017 18 and 19 and then it was 2020 whenever it really ramped up to her wanting to bring me on but mm-hmm. it had to do the unpaid intern thing first
0: for three years
1: it was the longest <laughs> internship in my, it was the longest job in my life
0: <laughs> put that show on your resume like yeah. literally longest job ever okay so i know you started running like her twitter account and you guys kind of have this disagreement and after this disagreement over something seemingly not that crazy not that mm-hmm. serious she completely just cuts you out of her life. Yeah, Is that what happened?
1: Well, she ghosted me, but in the time she ghosted, I thought, whenever she ghosted me, I was like, oh, you know, she just needs space. That's respectful. She's, you know, just had her baby. You know, why would she be doing anything other than just not responding to me? Um, Well, I was wrong. Um, She was in other group chats saying that I was creating uh, smear campaigns, that I was running hate pages for her. So in the time that I thought that she was just, you know, taking a break from it all, you know, it was a lot in the media and stuff. Uh, No, she was actually Talking shit about me in grip chats, or Corey was talking shit on her behalf, and I confronted her about it, and then she turned like properly aggressive towards me then.
0: Okay. It where's Corey at?
1: Your local skill.
0: Am I what?
1: Your local skill. You'll Wait, find Corey DeSoto that? there. Corey DeSoto, he loves being in grip chats with very young kids.
0: Okay. So they they have that in common.
1: Mm-hmm. Corey was in a grip chat called Corey's Clit with children.
0: Corey's Clit mm-hmm. with children. And it
1: was spelled K-L-I-T.
0: Okay, I wonder how Mariana's gonna feel like when her kids start fucking joining group chats. How old are her kids?
1: Young, but um, it, this is something that really popped in my mind. When I think about all of this, when she was like running smear campaigns to me, I was closer in age to her children than I was to her. <laughs> That's something for me that was like, yeah. mm-mm.
0: Yeah, she would have been 30, like early 30s. Yep. And as a 30 year old, it's just, it's so fucking bizarre. Like I, I keep using the word bizarre and crazy cause I don't even know what label to yeah. give it. It's yeah. So, okay, you guys have the falling out. She starts talking shit about you in these group chats. These group chats sound fucking insane.
1: They were deranged.
0: Like Trisha Paytas's nudes, like mm-hmm. Colleen was sending those in the group chat.
1: Well, I, I can't remember with the group chats, but I was getting them privately for sure
0: just like making fun of her, right?
1: Well, the joke was that like I would get it or it would be a video of Trisha or a picture of Trisha or something. And I mean, she did the same thing to Johnny who spoke up. She would send them like kind of out of context and it would kind of be like, you look amazing. And it would be like Trisha titty pick or something like that.
0: Okay, got it. I mean, I'm assuming Trisha had no idea that was happening.
1: No, but I tried to tell her for the past couple of years but she did not want to listen because she was she believed Colleen. And again, I don't hold that against her because I believed Colleen for a lot of years too. So yeah. I can't hold that against her.
0: Totally. And I know Trisha and Colleen have like a podcast. Are they like still friends or you don't really know?
1: Well, Trisha posted a video a couple days ago called Colleen.
0: Called her out, right?
1: And basically said that once the things came forward by the OnlyFans, because Johnny showed Priff, Um mm. Johnny posted the text messages with Colleen where she was, you know, posting or showing viewing parties of Trisha's OnlyFans content where they would make fun of her body, or sending Trisha's videos or pictures or something like that. Like Johnny has posted all of that on the internet. And as for me, we're dealing with that.
0: Yep, yep. Oh my God, and and Colleen's doing that while her and Trisha are very good friends.
1: Yeah, she, around the time that she was filming mukbangs with Trisha, after having her first son, she was sending them like peak time around there. So she was doing that, making fun of her and then would like invite Trisha over the next day.
0: Wow, super fucking cute. Mm -hmm. So you finally, you guys have this falling out and then you decide that you want to publicly acknowledge how you feel about Colleen and the things that went down for the fans. Mm -hmm. What made you want to do that?
1: So, well, the 2020 video was that one. Yes, Um, It was so that they would, like, there would be no... Long granny association there Which is so ironic Thinking about it now. night But like
0: What do you mean No association Because
1: my audience Was from Colleen Shiteites Or something like that So all the comments Were always about Colleen So me posting this video Was like oh Let's not comment About Colleen anymore Yeah um, That was what the video Was made for in 2020 okay. And it was also made For all the fandom That were getting You know Told information about me Through Corey or Colleen That was not true And it was kind of me Just being like
0: It's not true Yep Yep And it didn't That video like You mentioned it earlier, but it didn't like really gain traction. A lot of people it didn't like move people in a certain way, right? It moved them against me. (laughs) That's for damn sure. (laughs) (laughs) What were you feeling in that moment when that was happening? Like did you regret making the video? Were you like, what the
1: fuck? I didn't regret making it, but I just would have done it differently. Like I would have laid everything out there, but I wasn't ready to talk about it, like the extent of everything that's out there now. So it's kind of like, I wouldn't have done it the way I've done it now because I'm looking at it from like a 20 year old perspective versus like doing it at 17. So I would do the video differently, but even back then I wouldn't understand how to do the video differently. I mean, I feel like the 2020 video had to happen for the 2023 video to make sense in people's minds because it's not, you know, a clout chaser coming forward in 2023, jumping on the, the drama. It's someone who's been trying to get you to listen for three years and then when Cody released the video, you know, this month or last month that showed that I didn't lie about anything, it was kind of like, okay, you know what happened in 2020, here's everything else, do what you want with it. Yeah. That was the difference.
0: So when Cody put his video out, were you like, fuck yeah, I told you so? Like, were you like finally people are gonna believe me like i'm you know did you feel some kind of like vindication
1: i didn't know how to feel it was weird because cody was one of the main people leading the hate campaign so it was, and- kind, of, it was kind of like why should i listen to you but then what they released was you know vindicating the story which i've been trying to get people to listen to so it was like thank you but also fuck you yeah. kind of way and i still hold that to Co- i do not like cody as a person whatsoever because they only made the video because they wanted to buy a new computer. So Cody can go fuck themselves as well.
0: (laughs) To buy a new computer?
1: So they'd been sitting on information for three years that would have cleaned my story up and they only released it in 2023 whenever they could buy a new computer.
0: Are you saying they released the video and like use the monetization from the video to like buy a computer?
1: On a live stream, Cody was like, oh, I'll finally be able to get my new computer with all your hate comments, so. Also, the luxury,
0: <laughs> the luxury. Damn, I was I was thinking uh, a computer would not be hard to come by over there where they're at. Also, Cody was like revealing personal things that were only that was like your story to tell mm-hmm. and only you. Yeah. Correct?
1: Yeah, and that was like I didn't want to talk about this again. I, I literally spent three years to get like the two names not you know right beside each other like yeah. they were. So for all this to get brought up again, Mm -hmm. the names were already being put beside each other again. And the only reason I had to speak up was because Cody did a pretty serious allegation of, you know, Colleen asking the sexual DM questions to me. So I had to then speak about it because, you know, someone has went on the record being like, Pauline was talking to you when you were a minor about sex and stuff. Do you did this happen or not? So I kind of had to, you know, gather my thoughts within 24 hours to talk about a story that I did not want to talk about.
0: Oh my! So you put your video out 24 hours later?
1: Uh, something like that, yeah.
0: Holy shit! Were you that just was a like,
1: stressful 24 <laughs> hours?
0: <laughs> like, uh, were you terrified putting that video out?
1: I was more so embarrassed to have mm. to talk about everything, rather than I was kind of like to post the video, I was more so like annoyed and frustrated and sad that someone had done it. And also just really embarrassed that I had to, to yeah. talk about it. That was mainly that it wasn't like a yes or anything like that. Right. It was a hundred percent like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that I have
0: it. to address this. Like I don't want to. And I think, you know, feelings of embarrassment are completely valid. I think it's so badass. I like texted you that earlier, like
1: you. so
0: courageous you, I mean, you were the one that did it in 2020. I I just think it takes a lot of balls. Okay. So how do you feel moving forward now? And like, what I mean by that is you're never going to speak to Colleen again. No. Has Mm -hmm. she tried to reach out?
1: Mm -mm. And I said like three weeks ago on Twitter, publicly said, Colleen and Corey, if you want me to never talk about this again, privately and publicly apologize to me and my parents. And... Crickets. And three weeks ago, by the way, the Trisha nude thing story wasn't right. A lot of the DMs weren't right. A lot mm-hmm. of the other story wasn't right. It could have been stopped. She chose pride over not having to do that at all. And you know, neither's lawyers involved and stuff like that. So I have not heard from her mm-hmm. behind the scenes at all.
0: Her lawyers or your lawyers?
1: I haven't heard from her as a person behind the scenes. I also haven't heard from her lawyers.
0: Got it. Got it. Did you like know when you put out that video in 2020? like deep down where you're like everything will surface i think
1: it wasn't 2020 and it wasn't the backlash of the media because that really started to warp my perception of it i was like oh wait maybe yeah you know um no it was kind of over the past three years where i saw like you know there was like a snark reddit created mm. and mm-hmm. it was the colleen ballinger snark reddit and it was basically documenting all of her lies on the internet and they yeah. were actually like factual statements and stuff like snark reddits can be the worst right yeah however this one i can't speak for it all but what i can say about it so it's the clean ballinger snark they were doing detailed timelines detailed timelines and, mm-hmm. and s- things that are they're still doing to this day and i remember seeing that and being like okay there's enough people on this that are starting to see this that i think you know eventually even if there's a small niche of people people are waking up to what yeah. she is So, I really got to give a shout out to them because it was really them. Snark
0: Reddit. Shout out Colleen Ballinger Snark. Yeah, I have been on the Snark Reddit page for a certain individual before, and they are FBI, but like the fact. Terrifying. Right?
1: Terrifying.
0: Like the. Insight that mm-hmm. they are able to gain just by you know what they can see uh-huh. is I'm like bitch how do you know that yeah. and I didn't uh-huh. it's so so crazy and you know what to backtrack the thing is is Colleen actually has apologized in her apology video <laughs> this is where the YouTube do you have one here in.
1: do you have one here
0: no but I wanted to <laughs> it so bad because it's the craziest. How do we describe this video to people who don't know what the fuck we're talking about? They're like ukulele. It's
1: like theater kid realness.
0: Theater kid realness in a 36 (laughs) year old's body.
1: Delusional body.
0: (laughs) Yeah, delusional (laughs) with a ukulele. It's 10 minutes long. Her PR team, how pissed do you think they were when she put that shit out?
1: Well, I mean, it was probably past their bedtime whenever she sent them a video. (laughs) you know it was a school night so yeah, maybe true. next morning they saw and they were probably furious
0: they need to take they need to take like the phones and the tablets and stuff away at night yeah yeah for sure do, how do you I f-
1: love that joke sorry <laughs>
0: it's that, it's so, I love
1: that joke that is
0: so good that's fucking hilarious okay so how do you feel moving forward just in the sense of moving on with your life mm-hmm. do you want this to just like go away do you feel like now you have this experience and you want to use it and be like the voice for, I don't know, like other people who could be in this situation. By the way, that is not anything you yeah. need to do. Like that's, you know, yeah. but what kind of, what are your plans? You're like, bitch, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, I'm gonna like go fucking take care of all the kids around the world. Yeah,
1: I mean, the, the responsibility of that is something that I never, you know, the thought of that is terrifying. Mainly it's just moving forward with this, I want, I want some sort of-
0: closure? Accountability. Oh, accountability. I want
1: some sort of, but yeah, that will come with closure. And yeah. I'm, and people are like, you know, you've got to give yourself closure and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, fuck that. I want her to admit what she did. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to get that not, at all. We're
0: not going to get it.
1: I know we're not going to get that. Mm-hmm. And we'll obviously work with that. Um, Moving forward, I cannot wait for this to stop <laughs> I cannot wait for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to right now however in that same breath while it's still happening this is it I'm going to talk about this until I've I have like Exhausted. there's nothing there's nothing more there if yeah. it's not or never
0: yeah I think that while it's all happening it's like you will be part of the conversation yeah. and then you will clean your hands and move on mm-hmm. but also it's like we should be able to talk about it for as long as we want. And also, even though I don't want to, healing from something, we're we're dealing with all of this very publicly. Yeah. I, I like I don't have the blueprint, to, like how I'm supposed to deal with a situation. And there isn't one. And there's not. Yeah. And there's not. But we're gonna write it, and <laughs> that is our big announcement. Adam and I are putting out a book. <laughs>
1: I will be at the book tour every single state in this country.
0: But Adam, I'm gonna pull a Colleen and you're gonna be the ghostwriter and you're gonna make it sound brilliant. But then I'm just gonna be, it'll be my face on the cover.
1: And we will see you at a Barnes and Nobles very soon. Yes.
0: Oh my God, that book signing will be incredible. Okay, Adam, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Everyone go check out. What is it, Molly sings? I literally, I can't remember. Molly sings. What is it? I can't remember her character for the life of me. Miranda sings. It just, it wasn't that impressionable. Molly sings. This isn't Coachella. Miranda. (laughs) I mean, whatever the fuck her name is, (laughs) Melissa. I don't care. Go check her out on tour. You will absolutely regret it and ask for your money back. And Adam, I cannot thank you enough. Thank you. I like want to go just hang out with you, and then I'm like, I'm 30 or 20. I don't know. You're not at 21. See, I would not, I love you to death. Like we could go get tea, but like, <laughs> I would not be like, okay, let me like sneak you into this bar. That's
1: normal though.
0: My brother That's is normal. one year younger than you. That's like I normal just. normal behavior. Yeah, yeah. But
1: thank you for having me on and thank you for caring to talk about it. And by the way, I appreciated. I think this has probably been one of my favorite times to talk about it because having someone who understands the situation, but mm-hmm. it not being the situation yes, really helps the conversation so i appreciate that and thank you for having me on and thank you to everyone here as well
0: yes thank you adam where can they find you everywhere (laughs) just just type in adam mcintyre or fucking melissa Singh, and you'll find him
1: that's it yeah (laughs) but thank you
0: yes um your youtube channel is extraordinary i've just someone who can talk for two hours and be engaging the whole time is crazy like i get bored with myself after 20 minutes Yeah. like bitch shut up (laughs) guys thank you so much Salute. i will talk to you guys next week bye